0: So welcome to another podcast it's saturday the 28th of march so exactly 15 days ago we started with this podcast uh, today we're talking about different things like on how to start with tarantulas and what things you should consider when you're starting with the tarantula but also of course what kind of books you should get and how you should really improve your pet tarantula keeping stuff especially when you're a beginner and of course we'll also covering science news today, Uh, there have been described some new species of psalmopoeus and others from different genera of the subfamily of Terifosinae. And we're also doing a top three arboreal tarantula. So I'm mentioning my top three and Kat is mentioning hers. So we'll just start with this podcast. Cool. Sounds like a plan.
1: All right. And I'm going to pretend I'm not playing Animal Crossing while we do this. (laughs)
0: You are playing Animal Crossing.
1: (laughs) See, you didn't even know. So
0: that's the intro.
1: (laughs) Cat is playing
0: Animal Crossing.
1: We've been talking for a few minutes, and you didn't even know. They're not going to know. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Now we have another conversation where I'm like talking ninety percent of the whole whole podcast because you're playing Animal Crossing.
1: Um. I like it when you talk and then I just kind of like respond.
0: Okay, that's not how how a podcast is going to work in the long run, but sure, let's make it (laughs) an exception because it's Corona time and Animal Crossing time. So
1: what else am I supposed to be doing? I don't know. I watered all of my large tarantulas yesterday, so we're good with that. Everyone's fed. I don't have any animal stuff to do. Nothing. I should be filming, but here I am with you.
0: Ah, uh, bummer. <laughs> so just talking to a few hundred people now on the podcast. That's basically yeah. very nice because we have also people who are listening from Guatemala, Brazil, wow. Finland, Denmark, Germany, United States. So Canada. Canada. Yeah. Quite, quite <laughs> a few people. So, yeah.
1: That's like my favorite part about like doing stuff online. Yeah. Is all the ranges of people from around the world?
0: Yeah, so I wonder how you keep tarantulas in Guatemala. So if you're listening from Guatemala, leave us a message. And yeah, also, we have the feature of Anchor. I don't know if you've noticed it, but in the app, you can actually send a voice message to us. Interesting. So, yeah, I know you're playing. Uh, Animal Crossing, but uh, (laughs) if someone's out there listening to the podcast and wants to leave us a message, like a voice message, we could also incorporate it in the podcast. If you have any questions or topics you want to have discussed, then you could download the app. It's called Anchor. That's the platform we're recording the podcast on. And there you basically have the option to record a voice message. So... That might be something because you have time in these uh, Corona affected days. So, how is the coronavirus affecting your life, Kat?
1: Well, like, I'm not going anywhere, like at all. So, so you've also been know. in
0: self quarantine, like myself, for the last oh few yeah, days. yeah,
1: for weeks now. Actually, wow. okay. <laughs> I've gone to the grocery store a few times and the pet store, but like not going anywhere.
0: Ah, bummer. But still a lot, uh, like all the. How do you say groceries for the tarantulas are still ready?
1: Yeah, the tarantulas are all good. I heard that one of the pet shops just got hornworms though. So I'm kind of thinking of going up there to grab some hornworms and maybe fatten them up for a while. Okay. What about you?
0: Yeah, basically the same. Uh, Last few days, just self-quarantine and uh, yeah, not not much to do besides of work, of course, but... uh, yeah, let's see what happens there. Um, I don't know. How's the game?
1: <laughs> How many
0: tarantulas do you have? Because oh, it's so basically many. a huge thing.
1: Oh, I know. Everybody's playing it right now. So. It's, it came out at, like, the perfect time. So yeah, it's yeah. cool, though, because, like, I mean, it is kind of a game where you don't really do anything. But at the same time, like, you can collect, like... Bugs and different kind of like th- fish and stuff like that, and like I checked facts, and it's like they really watered down okay. the info they give on each one, but it's still like pretty accurate, like okay. they did their research,
0: awesome, so they also have some information about the tarantulas you can collect in the game, yeah, cool,
1: yeah, but nothing, nothing too crazy. How are you spending your time just working?
0: uh no, basically <laughs> watching some series. Uh, but also playing a, a new game I got actually. So I'm not a huge gamer, but because of the whole <laughs> Corona crisis, I decided to get myself a virtual reality glasses. Like, <laughs> like you know which one? You're basically yeah. in the game. Yeah. And that's kind of mind blowing, to be honest. So that's cool. yeah, I'm not like dozens of hours, but from time to time, and it's. But maybe in a few weeks, you're you're happy to to like. Go on a hike on Machu Picchu in Peru to take some pictures in the game in virtual reality because you can't (laughs) really leave the house. So let's hope not. Um, What uh, are you watching?
1: Did you see Tiger King yet? No. Oh, you need to. What is it? Oh, my gosh. You haven't even heard of Tiger King. It's about the big cat community.
0: A cat community.
1: Like lions and
0: tigers
1: and cheetahs, people who keep them as pets in the U.S.,
0: Okay! Wow.
1: It's it's um it's kind of uh, you you just need to watch it for yourself. But I see a lot of people saying like, "Oh, the big cat community is so toxic," and then I see tarantula people saying, "Well, just wait till you uh, look at the tarantula community."
0: Yeah, true. <laughs> on certain topics, uh, it kind of gets nice discussions on on Facebook.
1: That's, oh yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, I think every animal community has a little bit of toxicity to it. Like True. ball pythons I hear is bad too. I haven't really dove into that world much, but everybody who's been there has said that's even worse.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably. Because then in the ball python world, probably it's also a lot about money and breeding oh, yeah. newest stuff. So we More. don't really, we, we have that in the tarantula community, but uh, it's I think it's not to such an extent that, with breeding reptiles
1: yeah i agree actually completely so, about that
0: it's crazy and then
1: the, the whole like there's all those like morphs and like this has neurological issues is uh, this crazy. morally okay
0: wow but they still like ask themselves some questions so that's still a little hope there if you if they still <laughs> think about <laughs> if it's right to do it if they have uh yeah some damage to them but yeah, certainly will not happen with, with tarantulas, I assume. I don't know. There are some morphs like the the Trinidad. I don't know the common name, but like the HoloTele Insei.
1: Mm-hmm, the or- uh, the one you orange, get with the, the green and...
0: Yeah, and the one gold. you get as golden. So I don't know. It's not really something that common in tarantulas. But I don't know, maybe in 50 years you can get different... Morphs of tarantulas because they selected breeding some of the species to two different uh, colors,
1: I can't even imagine how that would go over,
0: yeah, me neither. I don't <laughs> think it's possible in that extent um yeah, but still
1: well while we're uh talking, let's start kind of maybe talking a little bit about why we would get a tarantula if maybe we don't have one yet but why we, they're why they're probably. They're superior pets. Why why they're the best. Better than ball pythons and big cats and everything.
0: Yeah, I think it really comes down on why you even want to get a, a spider or or a animal you want to keep for. So I think right. there are also a lot of people who just want to get the different tarantulas because they can actually collect them just as they mm-hmm. were Pokemon or anything. Yeah. So that's not something bad in my opinion if you if you care for them accurately but i think that's one of the reasons why people get tarantulas as pets in the first place because you can usually get more than one because yeah you don't need that huge amount of space and of course also that the maintenance is relatively low compared to other animals so yeah I think yeah. it's, that's a few, just a few reasons on why it's a great pet, especially when you're like from times to times abroad, even like when you have a job and you have to work uh, one or two weeks somewhere else, the tarantula, the adult spiders are actually doing really fine uh, when you just water them like once all two weeks or feed them. So should should be no problem.
1: Yeah, I see. Like, I get asked a lot, though, why would I keep tarantulas when I can't hold them or interact with them, really, and they don't get to know you and stuff like that? And honestly, like, I'm not sure if I have, like, one answer to that question. What What do you have to say?
0: On about, on handling tarantulas? Or? Well,
1: why, why would you keep them if you can't really interact with them and handle them and, and stuff like that?
0: Yeah. Well, on my personal side, it was always about the spider itself and like more about their biology on like how this kind of creature actually lives on the planet and how they have evolved as a, it sounds stupid, but as a independent structure of life on what they can achieve actually, and what they can do, like the webbing part and all these different senses and how, how fast they are. And that was just always very like mind-blowing to me that these creatures uh, roam the earth and uh, so that's my fascination to them and when i saw that there are actually huge tarantulas or spiders out there not native to to switzerland but in tropical countries and there is even like a hobby to it like people are already keeping them as pets so that was like wow that I I just have to get one and and like see it myself on how this tropical creature like (laughs) behaves and stuff. So there are different reasons to start. Like there are people who just want a tarantula because they've seen it in a movie and it's it's I don't know. Yeah, there's no right reason to get. one. Yeah,
1: I think like I like the hands off thing about it, like especially like being a parent and like I can kind of. And not have to worry about them often, really at all. Just maybe ha- give them a lot of attention once or twice a week, and they're yeah, all fine. That's but true. I, at the same time, like I do feel like I form a bond with mine. Like I know that they don't feel it back or anything, but like they they have a significance to me. Like maybe memories attached or just something like that. And so I think that even if the bond is one sided, you still can have that bond with a pet, just a little bit more at a distance, I guess, than a a dog or something.
0: Yeah, Yeah. true. True. A little bit more distance. But
1: because I mean, you could ask yourself, like, why do some people keep plants? They don't love you back. Why do people keep fish? It's really a similar mindset, I guess.
0: True. True. Yeah. Different reasons to start with this amazing hobby. So, yeah, but it's important to get all the like parameters right so that the spider feels at home Mm -hmm. so do you have any tips on like how to get yourself informed like when you're just starting with the hobby or we just start like on how to talk to your parents if you're like still living at home and you need to like find ideas on on how to like talk to your parents on to get a spider, so...
1: Or your significant other, too, like I hear about. Like, my husband won't let me or my wife won't let me.
0: Ah, true. So, any tips there?
1: I think um, a big thing is education and just showing that... Like, a lot of people think that tarantulas are poisonous and that they kill people, and there's just misconception galore yeah. about them so I think if you kind of ease into that that's a good place to start but also especially if you're like a younger person and you're wanting your first like own pet I think tarantulas are like the best place to start they're they're so they're they're perfect I feel like what do you think?
0: they they are really perfect yeah and depending on the species they're more or less perfect so you can well, definitely yeah, get a, a bad species to begin with and then you you're not really happy with the hobby and you think what what is that that people still think it's great to keep spiders but uh, absolutely yeah they're they're amazing pets and uh, especially for people who just start with with caring for for another animal because worst case you you forget about that you have an animal for like one or two days because you have something else to do, Mm -hmm. they're still fine. And, uh, so it's not that you shouldn't care for them, but, uh, it's, it's great to know that they're doing fine by their own if they have, yeah, all the food and water provided. Yeah. So, but yeah, another thing you mentioned, um, just earlier about like on how to, uh, handle the tarantula because you now, said it again Uh, i just got a message from someone asking on why i'm keeping or handling the tarantulas i find in the wild on video uh but it has to be like in the same topic because the spiders or tarantulas i keep at my place at home i never handle at all Mm, yeah but it's funny when you or when i find them in in the wild in the nature they're usually people around because you're rarely in a jungle forest just by yourself right so you're most of the time right next to some people's house and then when you're looking for these tarantulas and you find one of course the people who are living there they, they come to you and ask what you're doing and most of the times if the spider is like feeling to collaborate with me then I'll handle the tarantula so the people see that it's actually not a poisonous, dangerous animal, uh, or venomous, uh, to be more <laughs> precise. But yeah. that's like the only reason, or the yeah, the reason on why or when I handle uh, tarantulas, so that also the the people who live there and actually didn't know that they are living right next to a huge xenestis adult female, that they are not dangerous to them, and that they are not going to eat their horses. <laughs> So these are conversations I'm having a lot with the local people that they are super scared. And if you just can like crawl, let that huge Xenestes or Pamphobiteus species crawl on your on your hands, then they see, well, it's, it's not dangerous. So yeah, yeah. another reason, um, of course, you can also handle them when you're keeping them as pets. But as Kat said, yeah, it's maybe not the thing you should do daily.
1: Oh yeah. Like I definitely handle and I've always like handled to an extent, but I never would go into an enclosure and like take the hide out and like poke it out. Um, I wouldn't do something like that, but if I like, you know, I have the homeoma chiliensis. that's a species I'll take, you know, the lid off and it'll like come right on out. Um, do I think it's stressful to an extent? Like, yeah, I think it can be really stressful, especially if you're like, coaxing them out frequently or ruining their burrow just to pull them out. Sure. I don't think that's right. But at the same token, it's like we have people go in the wild and take them and put them in containers and ship them all around the world and sell them. And, you know, sh- shipping them alone is probably stressful. It's like, I feel like every tarantula to an extent is going to feel stress just being captive Yeah, but uh, having said that, they also have a pretty cushy life compared to the wild ones because they've got food consistently. They've got, you know, a good temperature and they're being taken care of and not have to worry about predators or anything like that. So it's like we eliminate some stress, keeping them in captivity, but we also create stress, keeping them in captivity. It's just a different kind.
0: True. Different, different kind of stress. They're more people around and yeah, they still, they still notice that it's not completely in the wild where they're living. Right. So yeah, true. But just like on how to start, um, I'll always try to recommend good books uh, for people who just start with the hobby. And I know it's uh, maybe changing a little bit because basically you get all these different types of information for free in the internet. Also, of course, on this podcast, there are just two people talking about tarantulas, giving maybe some informational thoughts on certain topics. But in the end, I think that's also a big, how do you say, like not a mistake, but something you have to be aware of that you get your information from a trusted source. And most of the times these trusted sources are books published by people who have done it for multiple years uh, in the past and have like shown their their knowledge and expertise. So I still try to recommend good books. Uh, Maybe they're not available in English, but just for the sake of it, I'll try to mention maybe one or two. I don't know if you know one of the books called uh, Tarantulas or Bird Spiders. In German, it's called Vogelspinnen by the author uh, Sören Raffen. I don't know if you've heard from it. No. I think it's maybe just in... It's a book written in uh, Danish and also in German. And I'm not sure if there is an English version of it. But that one I really like because there are a lot of good pictures in it. So
1: Yeah, I was going to say, does it it have good pictures? (laughs) Yeah, it has
0: extremely good pictures. Even though it's not the newest book, I would say it's around... seven years old. I'm not, I'm not looking it up right now, but it's an older book and, uh, but still the, the pictures are amazing. There are many, many species in there you can admire and you can put on your wish list. And, uh, also the information about all these different tarantulas are, are quite on a high level. Um, certain Raffan itself is a, I would say arachno-enthusiast, just as we are, he's not a professional mm-hmm. um, arachnologist, but he has an academic background and he has just traveled the world extensively in search for these tarantulas, and he's quite a good source when it comes down to this uh, tarantula knowledge. So this book, uh, Vogelspinnen by Søren Raffen, if you can get it, and I think in modern times, like if you if you're not a native speaker... You still have the opportunity to like use Google Translate, right?
1: I mean, yeah, that would probably... So, can you say it again? Vogel, what?
0: Yeah, it's the German word for tarantulas. Um, so if you translate, it's Vogelspinden. It's like bird spiders. So that's the the German word for tarantulas. Nice. And of course, there are other authors. Um, but uh, I just want to mention a single one. So maybe yeah. someone is out there trying to get the book
1: i'd get it for the pictures alone
0: yeah they're they're awesome there's also the the baboon spider atlas i think it's called um by patrick gildenhuis from south africa and if you're into baboon spiders or baboon tarantulas Mm -hmm. that's another book you have to get it's there are amazing pictures in there and i just if you think like 10 years ago you didn't get that many pictures of tarantulas yeah. in the internet. So now there's so many pictures all around the internet and in YouTube, people traveling the world. But like seven, eight, 10, ten years ago, it was amazing to see like new species you've never seen before in a book. It was like,
1: wow. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I, I know a few, like I guess veteran keepers and they that's what they would look at is books and that's how they would yeah. see the new... Creatures, you know, but now it's it's totally different. Yeah. Everything's instant.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But then as a next step, I don't know, you can still get your information from, from videos, from YouTube. Um, so if you have like a foundation when you've, uh, researched with like one or two books and you think you have like a little bit of knowledge now and you're, you're ready to get a tarantula, then you can, or should absolutely like watch videos on YouTube. Um, To not only get like impressions from how they live in the wild, but also like how different people keep for them Mm -hmm. in the hobby. So,
1: yeah, there's actually like a few channels that I watch that aren't in English at all. But, yeah, but, you know, it's really cool because I can watch it. And when they say the species name, I'll understand it because it's the same. It's universal, you know. So it's like, you know. Even if uh, it's not in English, you can still kind of pick up what's going on, which is really cool, I feel like.
0: And you see how, like, people keep for them all around the world. It's so different.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's like a really big Polish channel that I I commented on like a while ago. And somebody commented back on my uh, comment and they said, Tarantula Cat, what are you doing on Polish YouTube? (laughs) Yeah, I know
0: which one. Ah, like, uh, yeah, I can't I've say met, it. I've met, I've actually met him on a show in Marbach, I think.
1: Wow, that's yeah. Cool. He's
0: he's been from Poland to to Germany, like this international tarantula affair. Oh, cool. Uh, so I'm not sure if he was was him from this channel, but there was certainly another Polish channel. Yeah, uh, who was like, ah, oh, you're the one from there, and yeah, it's always fun. It's
1: such a small world.
0: It is. Yeah, in the <laughs> end, it is crazy so how is your animal crossing going
1: oh it's good catch a tarantula no no see they're only it's a real-time game so the tarantulas don't come out until after 7 p.m
0: not really so you don't have to you can switch the the time zone or anything yeah actually like i
1: have a friend uh i actually met her at pet fest and she lives in australia so like you pick your like hemisphere and so and like your local time and everything so like it'll be like 10 or 11 here pm and i can go to her island and visit and then i can also catch things on her island mine doesn't because she's on a different hemisphere
0: oh, okay i see
1: oh my dogs keep fighting i'm sorry if you hear that they they don't come out till later
0: <laughs> okay so no tarantula catching through the while the podcast is recording then. not so. not to
1: no nope. <laughs> So you wanted to talk about, uh, your top three favorite arboreals, right? Yeah. Did you, true. did you want to start with your number three? Because I've been like kind of thinking about what mine are, but I'm not set in stone yet, so I want to hear what you have to say first. Yeah, I,
0: yeah, I don't, I'm not, I'm not set in stone either, <laughs> so these are just the three spontaneous top three arboreal tarantulas. So yeah, maybe we'll change next week again.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: <laughs> So, my number three is a uncommon one, maybe I'm not sure it's the heteroscodra maculata. How's it called in the common name? Something with ghost no like the no is it not that I one No
1: ghost ornamental is a piece of theory of's
0: okay, but <clears throat> I thought it's like the white and blackish, more white and grayish uh, arboreal tarantula from central Africa um Coastal line, actually. Quite an amazing species, but it's definitely not for a beginner. Um, but I really like this one because it's quite a defensive species <laughs> and a really unique look. Like it resembles maybe some Petziloteria because of the white and black, but in the end, it does not really resemble a Petziloteria. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, I actually don't
0: just, have one. Yeah, I have one female and i never see her um i was lucky like 2 weeks ago when i was uh, in the in the office uh, slash uh, tarantula room <laughs> where like on on 3 a.m. in the morning and she was sitting there so i know she's still alive <laughs> but yeah sadly i'm not, not not seeing her that often um yeah top top 3 i would say the Heteroscodra maculata so what is your third
1: uh. rank like, I know yeah, for sure to, yeah. what my first and my second are, but I I can't say for sure, like, what my third is. If I had to choose, out of what I have, I guess, anyway, I'd say the um, Peace Litheria Metallica, because I'm pretty basic like that, I guess. Awesome. <laughs> but it's a beautiful species, and it's I, I only keep a few pokies, and that's one that I keep. I really like how the pretty color it's the only one of the only colorful ones i keep
0: yeah they're they're amazing i think a lot of people
1: actually start with it because it's so pretty that's like what they want
0: true true and i can recommend it like even though it's a percelotaria and people say they you you should be more careful you should because they're arboreal and they're quite fast Uh, so you don't have to be extra careful because of the venom or anything because in the end you should treat them all the same anyway, it's right. my opinion, but, uh, yeah, if you're just starting, I can totally recommend a Pesci Loteria Metallica. So they're really cool. Yeah. And have you seen that Andrew Smith, like from Andrew Love's Love Tarantulas,
1: Tarantulas
0: is, uh, or was filming Pesci Metallica? No, I did not. Yeah. He and Guy Tensley and some others, I assume were filming them in India in the last couple of weeks, I think. So they're preparing a new documentary where they are releasing it on their YouTube channel. So I'm really looking forward. Yeah, I really, I think they found them because it was not the first time they found them. And actually there's a bit more to the story. I think Andrew Smith uh, back in the days was actually the one who rediscovered Petit Metallica.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah, so... I think awesome. this will all be in his documentary, so I don't have to talk Shout too much to about him. it. But like People need to yeah. go check
1: out his channel.
0: You really have to. You really have to. It would be great. He ha- needs a little bit more like people watching his amazing documentaries. Yeah. And also Guy Tansley's documentaries from Box and Stuff. Yeah. Giantspiders.com. Yeah, Those are the they,
1: channels I like to go to from time to time. Especially if true. I got something like new that I don't, you know, I'm not sure how to keep it.
0: Yeah, they they know their stuff. Yeah. So so my second favorite yes. Arboreal Tarantula, I have written down the Psalmopoeus irminia. Okay. The Venezuelan Sun Tiger, I think it's called. Um. So, yeah, I just like the velvet black look of this amazing tarantula and their orange stripes on the tarsus and metatarsus the flame how do you say like the flame-like structure Mm -hmm. they have on the legs yeah really really dig that and it's yeah not a old world so i'm more into the new world tarantulas and it's also a good beginner species what do you think
1: well, I actually don't have one of those and I never have gotten one because personally, Aye. it's just not one I'm interested in. <laughs> I I have a couple P. Cambridges, so that's what I have kept. Similar, but not the same. I just prefer how they look.
0: True, they're very similar. Yeah,
1: I, I prefer them. I don't know why because I'm usually more attracted to like black tarantulas, but I really just like P. Cambridge, so that's what I got when I first got my ah. Sommel case.
0: So your second?
1: My second? You said okay, you this know, is yeah. one I actually don't have that I do want. The Lampropelma Nigerian. Yeah. Um,
0: Nigarimum, yeah.
1: I don't know how to say it.
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's like English pronunciation. We would say Lampropelma Nigarimum, but...
1: The common name, I think, nine. is like bone narrow Black or something.
0: Borneo black, yeah. yeah. But but there is a different species. There's another one who is called Borneo black, and that's not the same really species. It's not. So but they're both black. But uh there is the yeah, it's so I difficult because they're... in the last few weeks it changed completely. Oh that's right. So yeah, so the Lampropelma nigarinum is actually from a small island right. uh north of Borneo, the Sanghia Island. And they're just from there. And this is also available in the hobby. So the, yeah, Lampropelma nigerimum. But the other one, the Borneo black, the Lampropelma borneo black, was described as a subspecies of this nigerimum first. So it was Lampropelma nigarimum arboricola. And then later they've decided to, like, get it as a species status. So they changed it from subspecies to species, and also changed the genus. So, I think it's now called Formingochillus arboricola, the Borneo black, but it's like this whole arboreal ornithoctoninae stuff, like the arboreal, like the subfamily, where Haplopelma and Cyrepogopus and all these, like, how do you say, yeah, the, 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 Tiger spiders? Would you call them earth tigers? Earth tigers, exactly. (laughs) The earth tiger. Ah, I'm sorry. But basically, they're quite messy. Yeah. But anyway, it's
1: it's definitely a species that, like, I've always like looked at and thought, "Oh, it's so pretty." But I know that they're pretty defensive, and I don't know. I just haven't gotten one. I'd need to look into it more. But that's you know, I'd have to say it's one of my favorites aesthetically.
0: Awesome. Yeah. But you could get them in the oh, US. Yeah. like they're available. Also. Yeah, I see
1: them from yeah, time cool. to time. I just I haven't bought one yet. So your number so one so my
0: yeah, my number one. At uh, the moment it is the Topinaugenius Rasti. It's a species um like described in 2018. So it's a relatively new species. And the the common name was the Caribbean diamond. Yeah. So they look quite nice. They have this very green carapace and the rest of the body is kind of purple. Um yeah, smaller arboreal species, not not the biggest one, but I think they're pretty neat looking. Yeah. So I, this is my number one at the moment.
1: I um definitely have like seen what they look like and they're really pretty but i don't think i've seen them for sale in the u.s i'm sure that they are but i don't think anywhere i've been i've seen them
0: probably they've been bred in the u.s first i think or canada Hmm. so i'm not sure and then they moved or or got to to europe somehow because since they're from the caribbean islands and this one is from uh, the Union Islands. So it's like very close to like Puerto Rico and other islands down there in, in the Caribbean. And they, they sort of all like the, within the US government like Puerto Rico is. So I think a lot of tourists from the US are able to travel to the Caribbean side to a like, it's not that, not that expensive yeah. for them. So a lot of people from the US have to go to or not have to but they they decide to have had to the caribbean islands and then they decide to collect some specimens just for the sake of it and so they ended up in the hobby somewhat
1: so i guess you have another like i have some honorable mentions before i say my first favorite okay so first i love caribbean university color very much i like uh why diversa piece the Mm-hmm. That that one's really beautiful. The
0: Ibirapora. Yeah, yeah, I don't
1: have that, but it is really pretty. But for my number one right now. Okay.
0: Wait, wait, wait.
1: <laughs> I, Hirsudum, Iridopilma, Hirsudum. Awesome. Yeah. They're adorable the slings with like little green booties. Um, a friend of mine actually gifted me a sling that she had bred like a year or two ago, and I've had it this whole time and watched it grow and... I love it. It, And as adults, they look so beautiful with like that red stripe on their abdomen. Yeah. They're just so beautiful. And I feel like they're not as popular as they should be.
0: Definitely. They could be way more popular. I
1: know. I'm surprised they're not because I didn't even hear about like, I didn't even know the species existed until my friend bred them and gave me one.
0: True. True. Yeah. They have kind of bad attitude.
1: That's what I hear. Mine's been okay, but also mine's, you know, like an inch or two now.
0: Actually, I wanted to record a rehousing of my Iridopelma-hirsutum today. Yeah, so, give yeah, me a shout have out, a Martin. Smaller, yeah, try to. <laughs> no, But uh, she's doing not so good, oh, no. so uh, I just got her a few weeks back and she was not eating that well. She's kind of small, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, Iridopelma-hirsutum, that's a good number one.
1: Right on. Well, I think, uh, is that all the topics we have for today?
0: Oh, I think so. I think Is so. Is there
1: anything else you wanted to add? Because nah. we got to save some content for maybe Wednesday we'll film it again.
0: Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure.
1: Well, right on. Or even
0: more often. No, no, no worries. But uh, let's see what what topics we come up with. I don't know if we should like get a list somewhere or if we just spontaneously decide on what to talk okay i don't know what you feel
1: both i think a combination of both okay but next podcast i think we should talk about our top let's say five favorite baboons
0: top five favorite baboons. yeah so start thinking okay. of
1: your list now
0: okay I will, i'll do <laughs> i'm not into baboon tarantulas at all i'm like a I little bit i have a little bit so yeah, okay
1: but you love M. Balfourian, and isn't that a baboon?
0: Yeah, somewhat.
1: But will they call it one? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I think so. Yeah, somewhat. We can we can put put these also into baboons, like all all more or less from the African continent. Yeah, so.
1: let's do that. All right.
0: Plus meals should work.
1: Well, right on. Awesome. So I guess uh, you want me to do the outro.
0: <laughs> we can also just stream it uncut. No. Okay. Like without no no, just do the outro. You have something prepared?
1: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How is your Animal Crossing? It's good. I'm like from time to time. I I I notice that you're gaming. How? Yeah, because you're gaming. No,
1: I'm not. I'm literally just running and in I... circles. Okay. It's dramatic.
0: <laughs> no, it's okay.
1: All right. Well, I guess. We'll, we'll end here today. Um, so. Yeah. T- we did. This was a good conversation. I feel like we covered a, a lot. So hopefully uh, you guys enjoyed that. And we will be recording again soon. We're not doing anything right now. We're both in quarantine. So we'll work. On, I don't know what to say. Help. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the best <laughs> outro. Kat doesn't know what to say. So that will be the end of the video. If you have any, like, inputs you could also download the app the anchor fm app and you could send us a voice message if you want to get featured in the podcast uh you could also ask stuff or or recommend a topic we we should talk about and yeah i think we have some new topics for the next podcast we try to record this week right so
1: yeah.
0: awesome see you guys bye or how do you say like hear you guys hear you
1: guys talk to you guys later <laughs> yeah
0: exactly bye bye <laughs>
1: wow. goodbye bye like goodbye. aol goodbye
0: k k thanks bye
1: all right end it there that's wow. good